we doing this? Hey guys, it's Tap, and welcome back to my podcast that I haven't posted on in possibly four months. <laughs> <laughs> the rebirth. Ooh, the rebirth of Will You Be My Quarantine? And, you know, you may hear a new unfamiliar voice. Guys, welcome Neil, my very good friend, my fellow prisoner in 2020. Wow, thanks for having me. This yes. is like that episode of Orange is the New Black where Piper goes and she gets furlough and she gets to go home for like a minute who's who's piper though in this scenario i hope it ain't me i don't stand that i feel like she's one of the original karens i don't really like her character you know there was an article i read about most hated protagonists in um shows. she's up there she was like she's up probably there. Like top five because she represents white privilege to the max mm-hmm. you fucking made a crime and you could go and leave and then all these other people yeah. anyway, anyway we're not here to talk no, about no, that no no See, we've gone no, so sidetracked no, no, but i'm no. so happy to have neil here today and uh, i told them now we have our little theme song that when i first started this podcast we used to do you better wash your hands i pointed at you that's when you're supposed to start you better wash your hands and wash your ass Please wash your ass. You better wash your hands. And wash your ass. Oh, you are off key, but you guys. I, this wasn't this was even my song. My song is a holiday classic. I told you it. Okay, let's hear this. No. No. I have to sing it? Yes. My I, podcast, my rules. I am not a singer by any means. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, people clear their throat so they make sure they sound bad properly. Oh. That's very mean. <clears throat> you better wash your hands. You better wear your mask. You better wash your wash your ass. No, you better. You <laughs> can't forget the ass, honey. Yes, <laughs> always wash that. And you better <laughs> stop. You messed up my recording. And not just the top. Spread <laughs> those cheeks. You have to get. Ooh, you gotta get. You know, you, you, get, have, you yeah. have to wash. Thornly. I think when people say wash your ass, they just wash like the, the ass. The top. Part. No. No, you have to wash. Because the, the shit comes out of it. I, you have to get. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We no, keep no, getting no. so sidetracked. Okay. Let's hear your song again one more time. You better wash your hands. You better wear your mask. You better wash your ass. I'm telling you why. COVID-19's coming to town. Actually, that made me kind of depressed because you sang it in the tone of a Christmas song. And I love Christmas and I don't think we have no Christmas we're having Christmas. I'm having Christmas. Well, when I say you're not having Christmas, like what I'm used to in the Bahamas. Yeah, like, Junkanoo's Junk canceled. Canoe, so and then going to all the crashing people's parties that I wasn't inviting to, uh, invited to and stuff yep. like that. That's gonna I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to be stuck indoors that with my family. And that's my birthday week, so. Yeah. Well... Today we're talking about turbo relationships, yes. aka pandemic pussy, pandemic cocky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get your yoga? I like that. Quarantine cocky. Yes. That's it. That's, Ooh, that's what the people that's, want, that's, actually. That's, that's the tweet right there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Quarantine cocky, pandemic pussy, pandemic peen, and we don't discriminate, so pandemic bussy as well. I don't know a word that begins with B for... Bountiful bussy. <laughs> but like, wait, but like make it work with lockdown. Like, but they don't begin with B. But Guys, if I saw, you know what, we need to confess, we're drinking. Let's yes, cheers. Cheers. Let them hear the little clink. Um, drinking beer on an empty stomach, very on brand for 2020. Yeah. I don't have I don't even know what day it is in full actuality this is ridiculous full disclosure I don't know what day it is I literally get up um, 
and it's just the sun is up or it's not up and I just I just I just roll with what's going on honestly I don't have any idea if you're listening to this and you're still here especially those in the Bahamas like we've been on lockdown for basically six months we only had one month off that was like around my birthday yeah we were off for a couple weeks most of June and then right back in July so it's honestly been a hard road there's so many things we can talk about we can talk about what's going on in lockdown what's going on with Black Lives Matter a lot has happened since I didn't do the last episode and if you're wondering why I didn't do the last episode it's because I was fucking tired I'm in a global event and I it's a pandemia it's a pandemia (laughs) pandemia honestly pandemic in Spanish sounds even more terrifying yeah it's so sinister it's like pandemia pandemia yeah but honestly that's why but i'm glad we're back we decided to do this and neil hopped on this time um hopefully gio will be coming back but we wanted to talk about a very interesting topic that i saw concerning the pandemic and something that i saw on insider.com an article about turbo relationships and people the title says people are rushing into turbo relationships during the coronavirus pandemic so neil basically what's happening is quarantine has caused many couples to weigh whether or not they want to move in with relatively new partners and relate and eHarmony's new report found that over 36 percent of people surveyed who are newly living with their partners said the last two months felt like the equivalent of two years of commitment well no bitch i mean no shit like i feel like that too and i'm in a relationship that's what it is okay well first of all let's start here i want to talk about What's your experience been like dating, being single, whatever, in the pandemic? I know when we, we both first started off, we was both on Tinder. Like, uh, tell us about your experience with Tinder. Um, mm. You know, Bahamian Tinder versus American Tinder. And what's it been like being single? And Okay, first question. What is it like being single in the pandemic? Pros and cons. Pros. I literally have no one to worry about. Like... I sleep maybe 19 hours if I want to or four hours if I want to. I don't quite um, check my phone as often. If it dies, it dies because I really don't want to see what's going on. Wow, what a good twist on saying my phone is dry. I just love you. I love that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and now the truth is out. My phone is dry. There are no DMs. Damn. There's, there's like nothing. Like, wow. There's nothing going on. And I feel like for me, the hardest part about being single in quarantine is watching just like what feels like the world pass you by mm-hmm. because there are people getting married there are people still having babies and now you're stuck in your proverbial box of misery and loneliness damn and these are on the bad nights and then I have a few glasses of wine and it's amazing and I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you live with your boyfriend you oh girl you can't even be you ain't even free like the freedom of not having an attachment during this pandemic because there are many times where I, I just got up and was like, I'm going to shave my head. Remember that day I, I dyed my hair blue? Oh, yeah, like, it was blue. What happened? Like- <laughs> you didn't, you, what the fuck? You dyed your hair blue. I got a nose piercing. We obviously been just doing shit. Like, we go enjoy it. That's the plus of Gee. being single. I woke up, colored my hair blue. Then I cut it all off. Um, wow, you were having a Britney await moment. Very oh, Britney. my God. That's, I think that was the great part. And then there were many moments where I was like, wow, there is remote working opportunities in Barbados or, or Angola or, or somewhere. And I'm like, I'm going to get up and go. So I think the positive side of being single in the pandemic was me thinking like, when this is over, if it's ever over, mm-hmm. I can just get up and go and start over. And I don't have to tell anybody, hey, babe, 
I think I'm going to move to, I don't know, Alaska. Yeah. I mean, for me, the thing is, well, you know, we both, the funny thing is, Neil and I both had, like, shitty breakups last year. And we both have done so much work on ourselves. And I finally got to this point this year. I was like, oh, my God, you know, I feel like this is the time for me to date. Like, right, yeah, Lord, right. I did so all this spiritual work on myself, all my healing and therapy. And, and God was like, no, bitch, I got to close the world. How am I supposed to date? That was my thing. Like, how am I supposed to get to know anyone? And I'm locked inside all the time. It's, it's so hard. It's hard. I mean, you could ch- talk, talk, talk all you want with someone on the phone, but like to not actually see how they are in person. So for me, honestly, being single in pandemic, I was just kind of like annoyed because I wanted to get out there and date because it's, I literally haven't dated proper for over a year. You know, Same. like I took my time. I wanted to heal. I didn't want to be bitter. I wanted to be better. And now that I finally took the time, it's like, damn, I can't even go and get some heads. <laughs> <laughs> Always add the S. <laughs> some heads. He- head ain't the same as heads. No, heads, heads is, is the like. Heads is dirty. Oh, heads. Yeah. Heads is. That's the eye rolling. He- yeah, heads is the thing that you put the towel down for. Heads. Damn. Heads. That's heads. heads. That's what I want me some heads. Heads. So for me, it was kind of difficult. But then the good thing about this pandemic, too, is I've unpacked so many things mm-hmm. about myself, you know, in relation to how I relate to people and all that stuff. So, I mean, the thing, the truth is, too, I've been single my whole life. I always say that. Like, I feel compared to most people our age, I've only had two serious relationships. And those came in my late mid to late 20s whereas most people had relationships from there in high school and they didn't so it's to me it's kind of like irritating that i'm wow. finally ready to date and yeah. like everything's shut down but that's crazy yeah. because i took the long way into trauma you know no! <laughs> I, I spent my entire 20s just dating crazy and um doing all of that so i think it's the reverse where i'm a bit more chill now because i'm like wow I spent my whole 20s dating Damn. and now it's a pandemic. I feel like you and I are two sides of the same coin. I feel like we're both a little bit isn't extreme. A, isn't it a pricey coin? Oh, it's, oh, it's the fanciest, <laughs> shiniest, again, most valuable coin out there. But I feel like we're both extreme. Like you dove into things really early yeah. and I just stayed away from things maybe in fair. And I think we need to find balance, which is the hardest thing I realize now. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Still talking about dating and turbo relationships in the time of pandemic. Let's talk about Tinder. Okay. First of all, dating apps in the Bahamas aren't really popular. No, they um, aren't really a thing. People just seeing you at the gas station saying, I like you, and then you go in. That's yeah, the living, you get, yeah. You get the Instagram or but, their um, number, and then you go from there. Like I said, I took a lot of time to heal and whatever, so I thought, my mindset was like, okay, when historically, when it comes to dating, I don't put in any effort, but I put in a lot of effort in other parts of my life. So I was like, maybe I need to put in some effort and try to put myself out there so the universe is sending the right person. Uh-huh. So I joined, excuse me, oh guys, sorry, drinking the, the beer, pandemia. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's cheers to that. I mean, we need to finish this, we need to catch up. Mm. So I was like, let me join t- Tinder, let me be intentional. Now, here's the thing. I was like, I joined Tinder. I'm going to pay that extra $9.99 That's for what the I did. international yeah. passport feature. So Tinder has this feature where you don't have to show up where you live. You can you pay the extra price and you can pay where you can pick which country you want to be in which city so i was in washington dc because sorry to break it to you i just feel like the dating pool what is it the dating pool has pee in it <laughs> piss there's maybe piss even a the little pool. maybe even a little watery shit yeah like someone pissed someone sharded yeah it's, yeah it's nasty it's nasty as hell it's toxic it's septic you know 
So I was, I knew that there's no way I could date anybody in Nassau. Like, there's no way, you know, I don't know if you guys relate to that. So I put my thing in Washington, D.C. Now, Tinder, how was your experience, Neil? How, how, what was, you know, wow, my what kind of things people were saying? Like, my experience at first was really good. Mm-hmm. The first time I joined Tinder was last year, actually, in mm-hmm. October. And boom. As soon as I turned the phone on, first match, it was amazing. It was great. We talked for like five months. This was American Tinder or NASA Tinder? Oh, no, no, this is American Tinder. Because okay. remember, I had done that trip where I went to... Oh, shit, I forgot about that. I had... oh, that was Tinder? That was Tinder. Oh, shit. I just be repressing these memories. <laughs> that trip where I went to get all those um, skincare stuff. That was Tinder? That was Tinder. Oh, wow. And it, it was okay. But um, coming into the new year, things kind of fell apart. I was like, okay, cool, fine. Yeah. But... I had deleted it and I'd gone back on Tinder with the international passport feature mm-hmm. and in the beginning it was good like I was making these amazing matches and mm-hmm. we were talking and I was like okay I'm gonna chill at the same time there was still some crazies and I was like oh mm-hmm. I don't know what I, what I want to do with this and then after I think that second month it's like maybe April everyone was like fuck it <laughs> we're, nev- Everywhere, yeah. we're, we're never going back outside I don't want to take you seriously Yeah, And it just became a free for all of like Just these short bursts of like These little situationships And it lasts maybe like two or three weeks And then bam oh, I it's over. That. That's, I really can I think I went through maybe Four situationships and Damn. It's, just, it's just really weird Did you get Oh, see, see it's about This the con about being pandemic Because you've been through these situationships And you didn't get no heads See see that's the card right there. Who said least- that? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Who said oh, that? Lucky you. Damn. Wow. Damn. Wow. 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 <laughs> I can't. I can't stop saying wow. Wow. My dress just blew up. My slip is exposed. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else because anyway, I know that we have an international audience. Last wow. time we spoke about Melania Trump, she DM'd me. She said, keep my name out your mouth. That's what she said. It was a voice note. Oh, God. And so I'm not going to say anything else about that. Anyway, for me, my experience on Tinder when I first... I, what I liked about Tinder is how upfront people were. Yes, I, I, I respect I that. I love that. Like, people in their DMs would say, listen, I'm in an open relationship or an open marriage or I'm just looking to fuck or whatever or I yeah. don't like people who are this and that. And I appreciate that. It takes a lot of bullshit out of the way. That kind of reminds me of Indian Matchmaker. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. Have you seen it? You told me to watch it. You need to watch not. it. I think I, I want to be in an arranged marriage because this dating isn't for me. Didn't I feel I like I'm too serious. Like, yeah. the thing is about me, I don't like... And I always tell niggas that And I think niggas think I'd be joking But like I don't like a lot of men I really don't Mm -hmm. But what happens See that's why I need to find balance When I do like someone It's like Like full speed ahead Like whatever So I feel like The people on Indian matchmaking If any of you watch it You know like They are being match Match made Is that a word? Match made Whatever They're being matched Because they have the intention To get married And whatever And it's very clear And they ask It's just like Tinder They ask a lot of Very specific questions People say I don't want to date anyone Below 5'6 I don't want You know what I mean Okay What kind of You know And so I mean colorism aside Because you know Colorism is a, uh, a huge, huge thing, thing in, in India, India. But yeah. anyway This episode about that But besides that I love that they're so specific About what they want And I love that about Tinder That everybody A lot of people Are very specific Yeah I like that some of the guys, the things, the typical things you got to deal with niggas in real life. Some of the compliments were weird. I hate being, like, sexualized so early on. Um, 
one guy that I really, really thought I connected with ghosted me. And I have some weird theory about that because I always have theories <laughs> about that. Did I, I get ghosted? I did get ghosted. I got didn't ghosted, I? which is so weird. I think, I did, but I also did my fair share of ghosting. I didn't ghost people. I would tell people straight up, like, "Hey, I don't think this is gonna work out because blah 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 blah." And then I would maybe leave. it's not ghosting because I don't think like I made someone like me. Oh no, I was ghosted. The nigga unmatched me oh, after no, the, we had I the best that. conversation ever. But I don't know, it was weird because I, even though he's international Tinder, I seen on his profile that. He knows some girl that follows me. And you know my mind went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I was like, these yeah. bitches, she probably told them something or whatever. I, You know, I my mind is go all over the place. That's something I need to work on. So, but other than that, I mean, wait, I did make one connection off Tinder. Remember there was that guy that I was talking to? That I used to talk yes. to like every uh-huh. day uh-huh. for a couple months. Well. And then he just faded away. I changed my numbers and I didn't give him the new one. Oh, so you Wow, is that it? ghosting? That's ghosting. <gasps> Oh, you know. I feel like a hypocrite. Is that really ghosting? No, maybe. Our conversation just fizzled, and I changed my numbers, and I didn't give him any. But no, 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 no. My thing is, if that nigga wanted to reach me, he has my Instagram. He follows me on IG. He could have. Okay, so me. so maybe it wasn't ghosted. Like, I just think we naturally both phased out. Listen, I think ghosting only happens when both parties are really, really feeling each other and really connected, and then one just disappears. But if me and you ain't talking like that all the time, right? And you, it's just casual. It's just and casual. I, and I then, changed my number. I moved yeah. to Portland. Like, what do you want? Yeah, I don't think it's that serious. No, okay. And it's not like we ever met. Mind you, he expressed intentions to want to meet me, and I said the same thing. But that could have just been the pandemic talk. Pandemia. Pandemia. <laughs> this, this reminds me of an article that I read about the same topic, turbo dating. And it led me into something called honey potting. What the hell is honey? That sounds like someone with heads. No, there's no, no. heads. <laughs> there's no heads. <laughs> um, so, honey potting is. When you make someone like you, and then you ultimately ghost them. That sounds like narcissism. Why would you do that? Is honeypotting like you intentionally do that? Yeah, it's, it's, so I saw an article where somebody was suing the person they were dating for honeypotting, but the lawyer was very clever in calling it extortion. I think that's very narcissistic. Because right? apparently it's when you, you date someone, you make them like you, but you go into it with the intention that I am getting whatever from the situation. Oh, wow. Whether it be money, notoriety. Oh, you're definitely an extortionist. Yeah, yeah, so the lawyer had, you know, filed it under extortion, but honeypotting is like the romantic form of extortion. Wow. That's like what I would do if I, um, which celebrity, I just, I don't even know. Like you meet someone really famous and then you know, you like, you know, you just know that that in your type mm-hmm. and then you go and you date them and then you know your IG followers pop off because they posted you it's on a, basically a fancy way of saying your user yeah so that that's why that's, they call honey potting though honey's nice know. the bees don't deserve that I mean it was nice in the beginning until damn you know that sounds very narcissistic you know what I mean now that you say it that way I mean yeah it damn. really does because that's what narcissists do they man- well, I mean both of us have dealt with narcissists <laughs> they manipulate you and love bombing we need to talk about love bombing because yes. see see because i've experienced love bombing it's really kind of fucked up with my my perception of when someone actually likes me now yeah because yeah. if you guys know what love bombing is it's like a term people talk about like with narcissists and people who are like emotionally abusive what they do when they meet you is they just shower you instantly with like attention affection whatever whatever and but their purpose is kind of connected to the honeypotting. They know that deep down inside, it's not because they really value. It's because they want to get something out of you. Whether that's attention or money, whatever. 
And so with me experiencing that now when people, you know, like me, I don't really know, like, oh, my God, is this a narcissist or... If they fall back, I'm like, are they falling back? Or is this how normal people date? That's how like, I feel. Like, is this how yeah. normal... Okay. Yeah. For instance, in my situation with love bombing, literally I met someone and literally every day for nine days in a row, they came to see me. And I remember asking one of my friends, like, is this normal? Ex Natasha, I was like, is this normal? Because again, me, I don't have a lot of experience dating seriously. Okay. So, is that normal? I don't know because my dating experience has been different. And I think I need to move away from this. And it's kind of a thing where I meet someone, we hit it off, and then bam, I cut off everybody else, and I kind of see yeah. where this goes. And I have to stop doing we that. You have to stop doing that. But it's it's. It, I think it robs you of the actual intention of dating. But do you cut off the other people because they're boring, or because you're just so into the other person? I cut off the other people because, not because they're boring, but it's more like, wow, I met someone and. This person is coming on really strong and like I don't have to do all the all of the emotional investment. Um, you know, and it's, it's just kind of like what is it that is attracting me to you? Like if I get your vibe right away, we have a better chance of moving on because I kind of move past the sexual point with people like I'm just I've just always been so used to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you come inside the chat and you just hit me up immediately and you like, oh hey, um, Hey, sexy. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Okay. My thing is, I don't dump the other people because I dump the other people because they're boring. For instance, there's someone I was like talking to and I think things were going good. Now I don't know, but I kind of just like the other guys I was talking to, I just had them there because I knew it was like the proper thing to do. Like, this is what mm. you're supposed to do when you date because you don't want to get caught up. But man, they're fucking boring. One of them one time hit me up. Wow, if he listens to this, anyway. <laughs> and he was like, um, Hey, what are you up to? And I was like, wash day. I meant my hair. Like, I was washing my hair. And he's like, oh, liquid or powder. I guess he meant, uh, like... Uh. <laughs> wait. I guess he meant, like, I'm no. washing clothes. But even if he did, what kind of lame-ass conversation is that from a 30-some-year-old man? Liquid or powder. What? Even if I was washing clothes, that's how. That's where you're going with the conversation. The only thing worse than uh. liquid or powder, I think the only worst response would have been, with help me. Without, oh yeah Without, without me? me Yeah Like I, I hate that response What do you mean without you Oh what are you doing In the shower Without me I am washing my ass Like what are you talking about Like Yeah I just me? I thought it was cheesy But on the topic Of turbo relationships Do you feel Okay I've been questioning A lot of my emotions For people That I've been Dating in the pandemic Because I'm like is it really are these feelings real that i'm feeling or is it i mean we're in a freaking global event it's been six months mm-hmm. i've been on a roller coaster i don't know about you like some days i'm fine i'm Just productive very, very i'm on my slide. beyonce shit <laughs> at least you're on a roller coaster this like the forget what's that side of that lot does that always give the you a wedge the leap of faith i am on the leap of faith Damn. with no water and it's very hot Oof, and i'm in a thong that's how i am Ouch. right now it's it's hurting that's literally 2020. No, honestly, you're on yeah. Leap of Faith, and it's a very hot day in July, and you have on a thong bikini, and, and there's no water on the slide, and none of your friends taking pictures. <laughs> you're just suffering on your this own. <laughs> you just wow. going through it, and there's no lifeguard on duty. No, they on yeah. lunch. Like there's nothing wow. going on. But I, it's made me question my emotions a lot. Like, are these emotions real, or is it mm-hmm. just a pandemic? And then when I saw these turbo relationship stuff, it's like. 
people are moving in really quickly and is it because that's what they really want to do or is it fear of you know the world ending or is it that they're lonely mind you those are valid feelings and i don't blame those people i really right, don't. I don't blame them um but i really wonder if these people are getting into these turbo relationships because they genuinely see something in someone or it's just like because of the climate and what happens when this ends because i mean it will end for eventually nothing lasts forever even if it's 2021 mm-hmm. or 2022 it will end and then or a new pandemic right so what are you what are you gonna do you know what i mean like are those feelings really or are we just pessimistic neil i mean let me ask you a question do you believe in like love at first sight like i can't even say it because it sounds so stupid <laughs> i my heart do you believe dropped in it? It, it sounded so stupid you think that could happen love at first sight um like when i say literally you can't just see someone and love them right i mean like love at first meet love like at you first, meet and it's just know, like boom i may okay so remember that situation i was telling you about where that was that person that i started seeing um who had a very specific career with the yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and so we had started talking last summer but we both were in the right place emotionally and so okay when i was going through the sailing journey at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. we met and we were on a date and it was perfect and i was like wow, wow. is this what is love at first sight we hadn't officially met or dated i mean we met like once in nassau or whatever because mm-hmm. you know it was an international thing but that was like our first real date and i was just like wow and then i had four months at sea and by at sea i mean the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> and like it just went nowhere and i was just like wow and then i went on instagram and i i mean i wasn't ghosted but people move on with people in their cities you know what i'm saying oh, especially wow. in the pandemic and i i think that the pressure was is really on for individuals to not only find someone but to actually like that person so i think that's where turbo relationships they kind of just have taken off because people feel pressed for time if that makes sense i mean i get it i feel like this whole pandemic thing makes you look at your mortality because people are legit dying and so it makes you think well, like that. what have i <laughs> Can you get me another beer? It makes you think, like, what have I done with my life? Like, how much time do I have? What if I were to die tomorrow? Did I, I would die alone. Did I? I feel like I definitely haven't juiced enough people. I was thinking today when I was driving, one of my biggest pre-COVID COVID regrets is that I, I never went to Sugar Hill. Not that that's directly connected to Juicy. What is Sugar Hill? If you know, you know. Come on, Neil. On the, on the hill by the car lot. You know. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not trying to blow up people's spots. I don't have any listen. Anyway, I I have I juiced enough people? I haven't. I ha I guess I haven't either, but then you know there's a whole asexual thing. Well there's well, that. Well there's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It well, is weird. we'll do another episode on that because that's a whole other topic. That's a different um, topic. Um being on the asexual spectrum, it's a thing. A big thing do your research google but that's a part of my reality as well i think yeah. i identify probably like demisexual yeah same so I, I get it. that affects even dating with tinder too because i think i told you one time like i feel anxiety when i'm meeting guys or getting close to guys and i know how most men are like you know yeah. they want to take all the trips to bone town <laughs> and then it's like with me being like demisexual it's it's kind of different for me and it's not just like how how you know people 
Anyway, Google asexuality. Yeah. We, we will do a whole other a, episode about that. I had a question yeah. for that too. And see, this is... Well, anyway, should I say this? I don't know if I should. Because this is how... This is how I always know I'm, like, really into someone. If I... If I actually, like, masturbate to them. Because <laughs> I don't masturbate. I don't... I don't know about you. I'm no, not big no, on masturbating no, at no, all. No, no, Honestly... I am I not big it. on it at all. I get but it. But this is how I was like, freak the fuck out because I was like, oh no. It's like, I tried. Like, I tried. Yeah, no, I tried. Like, I did. I like, because I don't, it's it's not a common thing for me. And no, you know, people would be like, oh, maybe you're ashamed to masturbate. No, I'm not. Like, no shame. people don't get asexuality, but there's no shame in it. Like, go and get yours. Like, anybody who follows me on Instagram can see that I'm very body positive, positive and sex positive and I support people in whatever they do. But... I don't ever really feel the urge to do that. And so when I do, I'm like, shit, I'm fucked. Yeah, like, it's over I for me. like this nigga. Like, for real. Yuck. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's just. Yeah! I want to puke. I hate having feelings. I hate fucking having feelings. I hate being vulnerable. It just leads you down a path. You know, that's been my thing too. Because if I get in a situation and I express vulnerability toward you and you fucked it up. Oh, bear number two. One sec. Where's yours? Right here. Cheers. Yeah. If I express vulnerability toward you, like if I come out to, in a situation to you and I say, yo, I'm really feeling you. I want to see where this goes. And you say, yeah, I'm feeling you too. And then you do some dumb shit. I mean, at the risk of not repeating history, I could burst you in your head with a silver cup. <sighs> That's just what happened. I could burst you in your head. This stuff is ridiculous. Honestly. And see, this is why I get why people go in the type of relationships because they feel like they found someone and they just lock it down. You know what I mean? You know, I love my lesbian sisters, and I was considering being a lesbian. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I had a dream the other night about a woman that I've never seen. Funny right? thing about you've seen her, and no, I at least you, in my mind no, I haven't I, seen I her. I will tell you why you've seen her. She's because a baddie. And I was like, maybe this is You've the Lord's way of telling me that I should try women because the men thing ain't working for me, honey. You have seen her. You know, you know. I studied science, so the human brain cannot make up faces. You serious? So when you dream, you can only see people that you've seen before. Are you serious? Whether in passing or that wow, you know. Oh, I must have seen her. The human brain cannot make up a face. Yeah, we were like dry humping, man. Good times. You see, if you're out there, girl. <laughs> DM me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you, she was light skinned. Not that I have a colorist. Light skinned girls. If I were to be a lesbian, I don't think I would go the butch route. I would go, it's called lipstick. Lipstick. I'd be a lipstick lesbian. You, I don't see you dating a butch. I can't. No. I want to date someone very cute. Yeah. Very, like, you know. I mean, there's some cute butches out there. I mean, of course. But just like very girly. And we yeah. can like wear matching bodycon dresses. But that's your aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And we can like share each other's lip gloss and stuff. That's very me. Very that. Maybe this is a sign. I need to give up men. Uh, but my thing is, I don't believe in that though. Like trying out another sex because the one makes you mad. You should try it another sex because you genuinely want to. Yeah. Or someone if I would have date a lesbian now because oh I'm tired of men. I think that would be unfair to her if she's like been a legit lifelong lesbian. Card carrying lesbian. Yeah. And then yeah. I just be like oh I want to experiment and then like what if she fell for me because it's easy to fall for me. I mean you know let me flip my bayang. You know I, I don't think you should just like try another no, sex because uh-uh. you're mad at one sex. That's not yeah, I don't, I don't think that's it. I think you do it the old-fashioned way, like you go out with your friends and you go to the pub, 
And then this girl corners you by the bathroom and then <laughs> No the, the old fashioned way, the way we did it in two thousand nine. Yes! Like you know, you meet someone by the bathroom yes! and they'd be like what you into and then you'd be like, I really want pee and then they'd, they'd be like, Girl <laughs> Yeah, you get some heads. Heads. But speaking of lipstick lesbians, this article was saying from insider.com was saying turbo relation this is a quote, turbo relationships are a new concept. The queer community has been joking about you hauling for years. Yep. Um, where basically like lesbians meet up and like move in with each other. Um, but that's connected to other factors. I think it's because in part women generally know what they want, you know, from the start of a situation. Yeah. So we both say that, you know, as lesbians, we want to settle down and be in a relationship and to travel the world. That you could meet, like, lesbians could meet each other in, let's say, June. And by August, they're backpacking across Europe. Apparently, it's very common. Well, it's a big deal. Dr. Lauren Costine said, um, behind all the jokes and memes about you hauling, it has deep roots. Outside factors like homophobia, femphobia, and being disconnected from birth families can lead to a need to intensify a relationship more quickly than what is considered average. So we live in a society that tells all women being in a relationship is one of, if not the most important, life goal. Combine these two factors with low self-esteem caused by internalized lesbian phobia, and you've got the U-Haul recipe. Damn. Lesbian phobia. Maybe, maybe I have that. Lesbian phobia or you You know what it is? I love women. But I've you know what? I, I know myself by now. I've never been well actually mm, I've never been like attracted to women in real life. Like <laughs> only in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm a, a repressed lesbian. Yeah, you're an internal lesbian. Oh my god. You're an astral lesbian. You exist as a astral asexual lesbian. You know, I, th- I think it can work for me because my thing is, if I meet another asexual, that would be great because then we really wouldn't be hard for sex. We'd be just be two cute girls, just making, making little TikTok videos, looking cute, and walking around town. So let me. I'm gonna try to give this the name. This is going to be uh, asexual homo romantic affair. Wow, that's I, I like I, romance. Yeah, I think it's because the thing with asexuality is like. It's it's not anti-sex. It's just outside of sex. Yes. So it's it's like okay. Um, I you summed that up perfectly. Yeah. Friend. No, no, it's not. Yes. Because I will fuck you. I will. That's what people don't get. That's what people don't get. I will. I mean, for me, but only if I really love you. Yeah. If I like you. Yeah. But when the time comes, I will sign your head off. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I love that. I love that. I just love I that. I just love that. Woo. Yeah, so it's not it's not anti-sex. It's just wow. a part of sex. Like it's outside of sex. Wow. So yeah, maybe I you just never know because if it's not sexual, homophobia is based on, you know, the a very sexualized approach mm. to someone else's life. So yeah. if you're if you're asexual, I think that it's just Outside of that Yeah So it could be romantic But not necessarily sexual We need to do more research About that But I I, think so. I would find Based on what you said That a lot of asexual people Probably are in What do you call it Homoromantic Homoromantic Yeah situations. because your main Goal in life Isn't sex No it's not Not to shame anyone Who's is Because if If sex is a top priority For you Get yours girl. As a straight That's fine You know what I'm saying But 
if it's not that also is fine which mm-hmm. people need to understand that that's the part that makes me mad i feel like i'm so accepting of people who fuck all the time and whatever i don't feel like i get that same energy back no i think whenever i, think I try to explain of- myself it's Oh, maybe I've been told so many times. Oh, you haven't had sex with the right person. Yeah. Well, before I had sex, it was like, oh, it's because you haven't had sex yet. And it's like, okay, yeah. fine. I've had sex now. I've had orgasms. I get it. I get why you all like this. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, maybe you haven't had sex with the right person. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, like y'all don't, y'all don't get it. Yeah, I read an article recently about. I read a lot of articles. I read an article <laughs> about. <laughs> I feel like I've said that like three times already. Um, I think I'm a little drunk. What? I haven't eaten all day, babe. Oh, that too. And I'm drinking beer. Um, they were talking about asexual confessions. Mm-hmm. And this girl said that she... Well, I assume it was a woman because that was the image that they put under the confession. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she came out to her boyfriend as asexual and he was completely cool with it. And I'm like, well, of course he's cool with it. You've been dating for a while. And mm-hmm. I mean, I assume you've had sex. Yeah. But that just goes to show you that it's not a sexual thing. It's not. People I, don't get that. I think it's kind of... Um, like you say, I will sound your head off. Like, I would do all that, honey. to a needle point. All of that. I guarantee Hello. you. And the thing is, about me, like, I'm an overachiever. Oh, so wow. So it's like, listen here. Sex with a K. You know? It's, Come I, on. I approach sex like BGCSE. <laughs> do I really want to do it? Maybe 100% not, but will I get a fucking A? Yes. Yes. Yes, the Extend fuck it. I will. Extend, Extend it. Yep. AP. AP classes. <laughs> sis got pride. Woo! Sis may not want to. Sis got. Sis may prefer to cuddle, but sis got yep. pride. Every so I will. Me, yeah. I will. What? Wap? Wap? I invented wap. Wap? Wap? You saw the video with that guy? Um. Leslie. Leslie Jordan. No. The old guy. The, the old guy. Yeah, I didn't see the video, but I love him. He was like, um. Cardi, B, Cardi B's video for, for WAP? WAP? Is it WAP? <laughs> I'm like, it's WAP. <laughs> Lord. But that's that's exactly what it is because I guarantee you, I don't pressure nobody to be in a sexual situation with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you hold me in the dance, <laughs> you ain't the only one dancing, baby. Oh. No, no. <laughs> facts. That's just bitch. what it is. Facts. That's what it is. Facts. I, I, that's just where I'm at. That's like, just where it is. Wow. Well, damn. I think this is a good note to end on. Mm. We discussed a lot. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Is this the end? I think this is the end. Do you have another thing you want to add? I want to call out people who are doing this thing in turbo relationships where this woman's cap. (laughs) Oh, she she heard me. She's looking. (laughs) No, her cap is capping. Guys, we're in my car. If you couldn't tell. No, her cap, like, you see how her cap... Focus! Turbo relationships! People are out here saving you for later in these turbo situations. People do that? No, I I think I've been through it where... Okay, I was talking to someone, and, you know, we had... We hung out twice during the pandemic, and it was good. And, like, as soon as... Because I I don't have a crush on anybody. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's just how I am. And then, when I expressed interest... Like the temperature went down It was like okay We went from a sensible 74 To like a minus 30 Why do people play games? I think for a lot of people It's like a hunting thing It's like I just want to get you to like me I want to prove that you can like me But I will you beat do. you up It's Whoa. been It's been It's been, it's been, it's it's been, been proven. clinically yeah. proven ah! Five, Listen to me 
We know. You crazy. Five or the six. You gotta stop Neil, though. I have to. You have to stop that. We can't be abusive with people anymore. But we just have to go to the old man woman. See? Yeah. We can't be physically fighting no more. I, I'm building a brand now, so I mm-hmm. can't do that. You doing but, climate change? You sailing across the world? But it's it, it is a known fact. Eight out of the ten doctors agree I will beat your ass. Whoa! No, ah! So that's what happened, and I feel like a lot of people saving you for later for after the pandemic, and it's like okay. Wait, well, I try to be devil's advocate. I try to always look at things different ways. So what if they're not saving you for later? What if it's just like, I think I try to tell myself maybe we're a little self-absorbed, Neil. You realize we're Next going, question. we're go- <laughs> we're going through these hard emotions. We're going through loss of income, loss of jobs, being with family more, um, uncertainty. Maybe they're going through the same things too. So maybe it's causing them to act weird. And although some people's reactions that may be to cling to people more, True. maybe other people's reaction may be to isolate themselves and to distance themselves. To be fair, we're all in isolation. Yeah, so maybe it's not they're trying to save you for yeah. later. Maybe they're scared, like, what's the point of this? Because when is this going to end? I can't see the person. Aww. But then also, they could just be shit. See, that's the I like that My take is, I can't tell the difference. And I'm, I've been trying to reach my therapist from Sunday because I'm like, bitch i need you to tell me what the fuck to do because you know i just can't neil i can't take much i feel I'm like a people person, save it. I, I don't know i i bitch, feel like don't try to save me i feel like because i'm such an elusive person when it comes to dating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like if you get my attention you have to keep like, but they on. don't realize that these people are ungrateful you think that much of your ungrateful you get our attention <laughs> I feel like, I, no, I feel like people are saving you for later because they don't know what's gonna happen when they Bitch, get I'm not a bag of lace. People are saving you for ten trips later. I am because... not an extra hot patty that you got from original patties and put in your <laughs> fridge because you didn't know when we was gonna get out again from the lockdown to get your fucking saying. veggie patty. That's what I'm saying. They 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 saying now, okay, if I lock this girl down and when I touch road, ain't no road to touch. But I I told you this before on the phone. If you think that you could touch road and don't see me on the road, I on the road, baby. You know what? I on E Street on the bike, my ass heist up, my hair inside a, a, a cap, uh, <laughs> and we we. <laughs> you know, you can see me on the road. You know what it is? I need to make a decision in my life. I think I need to go to like savage conversion therapy. I be holding my savage ways back. Yeah, and maybe. I I'm really such a nice like lovey dovey person deep down inside, but. Man, I think I just feel like good girls don't inherit the earth. They don't inherit shit. Ooh, that hurt. Sorry. That's dumb. Which would you want a romper? <laughs> you want to inherit a romper? You want to inherit um, a waist trainer? Damn. Ain't nothing out just for good girls. Damn. I am so sorry. I know but two good girls, and they both catch an L. But them bad bitches, I know. I wow. wish I could be like a city girl. Macaroni in the pot. But I have ooh. I have macaroni in a pot, but I also have feelings. Yeah, Can but- I have both? Can I have a WAP and a friggin' a wet ass pussy and a wet ass heart? Wah. I don't Wah. know. It's, that kind of sounds like Kong salad with canned chicken in it. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we don't really want that. We want the Kong. We don't, oh, Lord. The chicken is good, but I mean, you could bring the chicken out later. Anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, y'all. We're going to go. We're going to finish our beds that we acquired illegally. 
Don't. So I feel like the liquor store ain't open, but hey. I'm not going to tell you away either. We ain't going to do all that. Because one, we ain't trying to blow up the spot. Two, these niggas ain't paying us. Three, the people in line don't be social distancing. That's that. We, uh, so thank you so much for tuning in. Will you be my quarantine? I will. And... I think I just need to have life partners with my friends, babe. I think I need to stop, told- stop expecting to... Why can't, like, we get married? We could! We fucking could! You off Saturday? You, it, it is Saturday! Oh! It's, it's Saturday? It is Saturday. No, it's not, Check dude. your phone. It's Friday. This is a you pandemia. Pandemia! <laughs> it's Friday, nigga. Okay, yeah, I'm free tomorrow. But why can't we, like, marry our friends? I told I one think of my we, friends you and I would be much happier... I told my I told my friend maybe we should marry our friends and have open sexual relationships. Yeah, and like, but we still depend on each other to like build our lives. We could share homes together, right? And like get properties together, travel together, and then if other people come in our lives, fine, then fine. I have, because not, you know what? Fucking. But it works with the asexual thing because it's like okay, this is my romantic partnership. And then this is my life partnership. This is the person that I know for a matter of fact is going to be there. And no hope. matter what. And no I matter feel like what. my friends have been that for me more but than any man. But that's what you want. Any man. Because what do you do when you're single? You just fuck people anyway, right? And you don't look for that immediate um, life partnership with them. I feel like when you find your life partnership and you know what? I'm not telling you all no more secrets. What? Tell them. Okay. Let's end on this note. I feel like it's important to have a, a, a person in your life that is in your corner and they they value you and they they want to see your growth and they contribute to that. And they also know when to take themselves out of your situation, out of your business. Because some things are personal journeys and other things yeah, are yeah, yeah. journeys that you take your, yeah. your partner on with you. And I think for me personally, sex is something that's extra. You have great sex with someone that you're really bonded with. That's amazing. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've had meaningless sex, and what's that like? Meaningless. <laughs> you just feel like dead. No, I feel like. What does it feel like to have meaningless? Sex? I've never had meaningless sex. I've had meaningless. I've sex. never had meaningless sex. I've never faked orgasm. I then have. Then I took way longer than most people to have sex. Believe it or not, it's really hard for a man to fake an orgasm. Of course it is because there's no physical evidence. There's no, is that? Okay, listen. So I talked to my guard brother like last year, and this whole concept of faking orgasms came up, and he's like, he's faked. I'm like, how would you fake it? Because men come, you can yeah, see. You can see. Women don't. Women can have orgasm and not come. Or, I mean, well, not squirt or whatever, yeah, right? And yeah. you cannot see it. You can be fooled. But because I know me, like my last sexual partner, I'm a little creepy. I don't even know if this shit. I'm a little creepy, but like every time my partner came, I would watch and I would see. I would see it. <laughs> And I would be like, oh, let me see. Like, Maybe that's just me because, um, see, that's an overachiever. That's that BGCSE and fucking. Like, I want to see. I, I want see. to see the results of my Hard work. effort. Yes. All these freaking Kegels and freaking. Macaroni in a pot. Macaroni in a pot. I want to see it because this is my gold star. You coming is my gold star. And I seen it, so what happened? So what happened? So that's why I was like, babe, so you mean guys be out here freaking? That means the girls don't be looking? Maybe I'm just creepy. Because I, I, I always look to see if it really happened. How the hell you fake that, Neil? Well, see, now you open up a different topic, which is skinning. Skinning? Oh, I've never done that. I've never skinned. Exactly. So if, if That's people, why I if could always have people are having unprotected sex, and I say, I come... But you can feel when someone comes. At least me. You can feel it. You feel a little pulse. <laughs> <laughs> that little surge. You do. And then you you do. You, 
But I mean, definitely when the person uses a condom, which I've never had unprotected sex. So I've always seen evidence. Like, yeah. let me see that little drip. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a part of it. People are, if you don't have, you know, protected sex all the time or at all. If it's I, easy to hide. If, if I say I come and then you say I, I ain't sure. I, well, you I'm know what? That's true. Because even for me, when I would come, sometimes I'd be confused. Because like, what just happened? It'd be, yeah, I'd be like, no, that's not me. Who yeah, is? It is me, though. It, and I get it. And then as a woman, it's different. You know? Especially if you were already wet. It can be like, oh. No. I, Actually, no. I can feel when I orgasm. <laughs> I can feel it. I, I, I think the underlying message is niggas is lie. They lie so damn. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes back to niggas is lie, and that I think. Yeah, is a good that's like how thing. all our problems go back to white people, like colonialism. Crocs. Um, <laughs> I said it, and I love me some Crocs. Colonialism and um, slavery. Yep. Basically. Scrunchies. Niggas. <laughs> We gotta go finish this last drink. We yeah. hope you guys enjoyed this. Looking forward to your comments. Definitely hit us up on on IG. I'm they call me tap on IG and Neil. Nature boy Neil on IG. And we looking forward to your comments. We Let's hope you had fun. Hopefully this audio isn't shit because we really oh my god drinking dope. Legitimately. Legitimately. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Yeah. <laughs>